The Ref Radio Sports Network is powered statewide by the insurance adjusters at Brown O'Haver. Fire, wind, theft, or tornado, we can help. Call 405-735-5510. Live statewide on the Ref Radio Sports Network, it's the T-Row in the Morning Show with the voice of the Sooners, Toby Rowland and T.J. Perry. Hit up the guys on the Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line at 405-651-3439 or sound off on the Riverwind Casino call-in line at 405-329-9000. Now, live from the Buffalo Wild Wing Studios, it's the T-Row in the Morning Show with Toby Rowland and T.J. Perry. Uh, yeah, Brent, I was listening to your coach's show last night, and I heard you say that you probably felt like you maybe had a Rolodex of better plays on that fourth Yeah, I'm gonna, we're, we're on to West Virginia now. Do you feel like, though, generally the, the offensive play calling can improve the last couple of weeks, or is it more of an execution for the offense moving forward? I'm just, we're on to West Virginia. We are on to West Virginia. Welcome back, Hour 2, T-Row in the Morning Show on a Wednesday, November 8th. Thank goodness we're not going to West Virginia. Am I going to West Virginia this year? Basketballs. Basketball. I thought you had looked Virginia? up and said you weren't. How can I remember everything I say, TJ? It's just so much. Uh, baseball doesn't, I know. Ba- West Virginia comes here in baseball. So it's only basketball, and I'm on their schedule right now. West Virginia comes here on January 17th, so I don't think... We have a return trip. I'm not going to West Virginia anymore. No, you had the last time you were there. You had mentioned that that was your last trip to Morgantown in conference that you knew of. So I'm pretty sure you had said that, or someone had mentioned it. I think I remember saying it could be. Yeah, maybe, I don't think we knew until the oh the baseball schedule came. Big out. Twelve basketball and baseball schedules right. came yeah. out. Um, how about that? That's kind of sad. It's a pain in the butt to get there, but I do enjoy Morgantown. It's a very cool city. Uh, But no more trips, I guess. Uh, I mean, you can go there for vacation if you want. Nah, that's okay. Okay. So we had a board op Monday night. I'm reminded of this because Morgantown. The main street that goes through downtown Morgantown is Don Knotts Way, Don Knotts Boulevard, Don Knotts something. He's from Morgantown. Kids, Don Knotts was a famous comedian yeah, and actor that was on the Andy Griffith show back in the day. Friends with Ed McMahon. If you're keeping track, that's an Ed McMahon and a Don Knotts reference <laughs> in the show so far. So we have a board op Monday night for the season opening basketball game. Uh, different. Usually Ray Klapmeyer runs our games for us. But he was not working Monday night for whatever reason, and so we had a, a fill-in, and this from time to time happens. And his name was Brady Fife, F-I-F-E. And I make note of that, and, and we go on, and we're talking, you know, we're exchanging what we need to exchange with Brady. Uh, this is what we need. This way, blah, blah, blah. And we've been like a half hour or so on the air, and Drake says, Zero. I can't believe you haven't asked Brady yet if he's related to Barney. 
Because I'm sure he's never heard this in his life. That's exactly what I said. I said, Drake, it's because I'm sure Brady, for the existence of his life, has heard nothing but, hey, are you related to Barney? So, no, I wasn't going to ask him if he's related to a fictional character from Mayberry. (laughs) But I'm sure he appreciates you bringing it up. Silence on the other side. Brady Fife didn't say anything. So, anyway, what are we talking about? Oh, no more West Virginia. We're good town, yes. How many? Did you enjoy all, uh, the trips to West Virginia, TJ? Any of the trips that you made to West Virginia while OU? I did. Uh, it was West a lot Virginia of fun. Great environment. Uh, made it there for once for each of the sports, so it was awesome. So it was soft. awesome. You should be embarrassed. <laughs> not, not at all. Do you decide yet if you're going to support the Sooners on the road in the SEC? I have not decided that yet. Had to be determined. Marginal, yeah. home, occasional support. Occasional support. Yeah, I'll get to a road game occasionally. Sure. Um, all right. So, Brent Vittables had a press conference yesterday. This caught my ear. And let's see how long is this piece of audio. It's about a minute. Not too long. Um, and then we're going to try to figure out who he's talking about on the other side. Yeah. I'm not going to talk about it right now, but we we got a uh, an area on our team that man we have to get better, and it, if we don't you know again and it's and it it's uh, it's been a, a part of not playing quite as well as we need to, and and um, but that's and I, and I say that man it's you got you know all these this list of all these things you got to get better at and, uh, and that you're working on constantly. I always I when I watch film when I watch practice I see what the bad stuff is because I feel like that's what the opponent's always looking at. And even if you don't get exposed, I'm like, there, we're, we're going to get, we're going to get annihilated right here. You know, uh, you know, we don't have a post player, you know, they're going to see that. And, and that's, that's what our job is to do, you know, uh, as coaches is to always be on guard and, uh, and have a plan on how to try to fix things. And, uh, and some things are a little bit easier than others. And some of it's developing, continuing to develop in your personnel, you know, where they where they might be weak. And uh, and that never happens fast enough. Who do you think he's talking about? Kicker. It's always the kicker, Toby. You know, I'm not going to talk about it right now, but we, we got a, a, an area on our team that, man, we have to get better. It could be um, tied in. Give me the it options. Could be, uh, Give me the running options. backs. It could be tight ends. It could be um, – Kicking game. Um, he kind of defended the kicking game, so I don't think that's it. It could be. And I mean, he kind kickers. of put it as a group uh, rather than an individual. So, um, no one branded something on the defensive side of the ball. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Yeah. Ends or I don't know what he's maturing linebackers outside of Danny Stutzman or whatever that may be. My first thought was just in general run game but to be fair that's been better the last few weeks not dominant but better um i mean they outrushed osu the other night they broke off a long one finally so i don't know maybe it's maybe it's not that maybe maybe it is that's a i think that's a good candidate but maybe it's not I like what you said about knowing Brent. It's probably defensive. The tight ends are non-existent. I mean, that could be part of it. Yeah, that seems a little specific. Yeah, but maybe that's it. Maybe that's it. It's that's definitely something that 
has to be better, but they're bringing in what, like the number one tight end in the country next year. I would think that it's something on the defensive side of the ball because pass rush. He he puts that on himself, and I don't think he would call out anything on the offensive side of the ball. Yeah, I mean there are options. I'm not acting like they're not options. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. There are options, and I think tackling's been a little bit shaky lately. Mm -hmm. I don't know if he's talking, but he kind of went in and clarified a position group, didn't he? Yeah, so, later on. An he, area on our team that, man, we area have on our to team. get better. And it, it, we don't, you know, again, and it's and it, it's uh, it's been a, a part of not playing quite as well as we need to. And, and um, but I, I think I cut out that part. Like, there was a question that was asked back to him, and he goes, no, like a, a position group. So, I'm guessing. Uh, it could be tied in because he put it in a way of, if they know they don't have to account for that individual, or something along those lines. That's and I say that, man. It's you, got, you know all these this list of all these things you got to get better at, and, uh, and that you're working on constantly. I always I when I watch film, when I watch practice, I see what the bad stuff is because I feel like that's what the opponent's always looking at. I don't feel like it's the secondary. I feel like the secondary play has been pretty good. They've obviously come up with a ton of interceptions and turnovers. Mm-hmm. Right? Have they? Uh, you know, have they uh, uh, given up some plays? Yes, but for the most part, secondary, I'd say thumbs up this year. Agree? I think In I agree. In general, yeah. Gentry's played great. They've given up some plays. Don't get me wrong. They're not perfect. Billy Bowman's got four picks now. Key Lawrence has had a good year. Peyton Bowen's been pr- – I don't think it's the secondary. <laughs> Linebackers. Texters. He's not talking about the offensive coordinator. <laughs> Linebackers, um, I mean, it could be. That's his baby. He may just be ultra harsh on him. But Stutzman having a, you know, should be a semifinalist for the Butkus Award. Kip Lewis had 16 tack, 15 tackles the other day. Uh, Canick has certainly made some mistakes. I, I don't, yeah. just don't feel like it's the linebackers unless he's being just ultra critical on his group. So that would lead me to believe if it's anybody on defense, it's the fact that they haven't gotten any sacks. They haven't got any pressure on the quarterback, yeah. And while they've been good against the run and all that kind of stuff, they just haven't gotten home much. Uh, So that would be my only guess on defense. Offense, there's a few things you could point to. Tight end seems a little specific, although that would be accurate. I'm going to say offensive line, I'm going to guess. All right, good job by us. We figured we it solved out. it. We solved it. Yeah, to the bottom. <laughs> College football playoff rankings week two out last night. The Sooners came in at. Did you know? Did you did you watch? I didn't watch, but I saw. Yeah, like oh. seventeen, wasn't it? Uh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, top eight remain the same. That's kind of boring. Need to get that started. Some of those head to head matchups, so that starts shaking up a little bit because nothing changed there. Yeah. It's just, it's it's uh, there was a vehement argument by Greg McElroy last night that Oregon should be behind Texas and Alabama because they only have one good win. And uh, then somebody came out and uh, posted on Twitter last night a graphic that Greg McElroy had posted just you know in the last couple of days about what his top six would look like, and he had Oregon at number six. <laughs> Exactly where the committee had him. <laughs> Old takes exposed. Right. 
I don't know. Who do you think of the four best teams? Forget record. Georgia, Michigan, Ohio State, and Florida State. Oh, the top four teams. The top four teams. Imagine that. Playoff rankings, yeah. I can't believe you didn't say you're Alabama Crimson Tide. Well, I don't think they have. I think they're getting better as the season goes along, but I wouldn't put them in the top four. Washington, Oregon, Texas? I think Washington has an argument to get there. I wouldn't put them ahead of those others just yet. Not saying I wouldn't in a couple of weeks. Um, we'll see. Michigan finally has a test this week, so we'll see what yeah. they're made of. They, they haven't been t- tested, so I don't know exactly what to think of them. I don't know how anybody could. Yeah. Based on what they've done. Uh, I I think there's a chance Michigan and Ohio State are not that great. Chance. I you, you could be 100% correct. Oregon looks a tag gum good to me. If their only loss is that game at Washington, which was a humdinger, and they mm-hmm. should have won that one if their coach didn't blow it. I know that that still counts as a loss, but right. if they run the table here, they deserve to be in the playoff. I don't know. 17 for OU, OSU 15. It uh, doesn't matter when you're down that low, but Kansas State is uh, 25. Also out yesterday, TJ, and we'll talk about this on the other side because I, I don't want to – I want to give you a full com- commercial break to be excited about it. But based on the season opener on Monday, Lunardi has unveiled – a bracketology, TJ. Oh, my goodness. Please. The field let me, of 68 uh, is set. Let me sit in that for a little bit before Are you reveal Are the Sooners it. in or out based on their performance Monday night against Central Michigan? We'll find out the answer together right after this. The T-Row in the Morning Show is brought to you every day by the Riverwind Casino and Hotel, OKC's number one gaming destination. The one for entertainment, the one for games, the one for fun. Riverwind Casino, simply the best. Welcome back. T-Row in the morning show here statewide on the ref, worldwide on the KREF app. High Tower Clinical brings you this hour. Bringing clinical trial opportunities to Oklahoma. There's no cost or insurance needed to participate. Your medications provided for free and patients are compensated for their time. Several uh, various metro locations coming soon to Ardmore. Hightowerclinical.com. If you want to find out more about their trials, what they're offering, 405-831-5905. Let's see here. On the Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line. Mm -hmm. Um, It's funny here because everybody's got the answer to who Brent was Mm. talking about. What what are they? Uh, This one says, definitely the kicker. This one says definitely the tight ends. Okay. Um, definitely the defensive backs, this one says. Okay. <laughs> definitely it's the running backs. Definitely. Uh, definitely. Okay. A 100% kicker. Um, it looks like just going through here, not reading all of these, tied in may be the well, – this one says definitely the defensive line. Definitely. He said no post player. Uh, Cody says so. He said definitely the defensive line. Uh, maybe the receivers. Stoops is the only one that consistently is catching passes. So I believe we've named every position group here just about. So for maybe defense. Well, no, someone didn't mention defensive back. So um, nobody's got a straight answer. 
Not definitely the whole year. team. The whole team. Defin- yeah. Definitely all definitely of them. Definitely the whole team, yeah. yeah. Uh, TJ, you're more of a Paul Schaefer to T-Rose Letterman. Started back in 03 when I had, well, all I had was an AM radio in the truck. Y'all had Rome on back then. Almost lost me till T-Rose came along after Rome was dropped. Also had an awesome cast of call-in listeners alongside back then. Been a hell of a ride. It's from Oklahoma Jed. Thank you, Jed. Well, we're not leaving, like... He's one of the 11. Yeah. That was kind of like a send-off. Like, thanks for everything, guys. Maybe you know something we don't. Uh, Lloyd says he's talking maybe about it's his... Maybe us. Maybe that's... Maybe BV was talking about us. Maybe so. Oh, that's what uh, someone said here. Uh, he's talking about the play-by-play guy. Uh, <laughs> no doubt. <laughs> Lloyd says he's talking about his get-back coach. <laughs> If they know I'm not going to stay off the field and not get 15-yard penalties, they're just going to keep doing things that make me mad. (laughs) Maybe it's the refs. Maybe he's talking about the refs. Do you think, uh, Jeff from OKC, Toby, do you think Levy might be playing Will of Fortune with the Rolodex of plays, just spinning it and running it what it lands on? (laughs) He's got like a a twister board where he just flips the arrow. All right, jet sweep it is again. Is this thing weighted? You, you guys, you guys, <laughs> you got into him about the jet sweep, and they didn't run a single jet sweep Saturday. <laughs> Might have won the game if we ran a couple of jet sweeps, Teej. Probably but, would have. No. Isn't that what game said going into the game? Week? I don't want to see a single play that isn't to the first down marker. All right. I Thank want every you. one of them. Thank you. Uh, if TJ is Ed McMahon, that means Toby is Johnny Carson, and I'm going to need Toby to dress up as Karnak the Magnificent at least one time. Karnak the Magnificent, kids, the greatest late night uh, skit in TV history. You should do that one night at Rudy's uh, for part of the Brent Venables show. Let's see. You would put the envelope to his head. Do you remember that? Yep. Yep. He had a big funny hat like he's a fortune teller. And he'd put Brent, the, Brent uh, gives you an answer, and then you would give him the question in the envelope. He, yeah. Oh, he. so he's Karnak? No, because Karnak I'm gave, Karnak? gave the question, didn't he? Like, uh, Yeah, he would. He yeah. Would, well, he would. No, he would say the answer. Oh, yeah, yeah. And then, then he'd open, open the envelope, the envelope yeah, and the yeah, envelope right, had the question right. in it. That's right. Yeah, that's how it was, yeah. So he would say something like, um, a three-yard out route. And then Ed McMahon would go, a three-yard out route. A three-yard out route. Yes! Three yards. Open the envelope. <laughs> what should you run with the game on the line on fourth and five? <laughs> and then the drummer would go, ka-ching, and everybody would laugh. <laughs> Only that's not funny. But that that was the whole thing about Karnak. That was pretty Karnak. funny. I liked it. it. it he'd laugh. give the punchline, and then you would – and then the joke set up before that. <laughs> Greatest ever. Go look it up on the internet, kids. It was fantastic. Uh, Greg and Muskogee says, okay, as long as we're calling for the firing of people, I'm calling for the firing of the marketing, di- marketing director at Brahms. I've lost 15 pounds in the last month, and you guys just played out a commercial for a spicy pimento jalapeno, jalapeno bacon cheeseburger. I did. I just loaded that spot. Bronx has so. a pimento jalapeno, a spicy burger pimento now? jalapeno bacon cheeseburger. Yeah, I just loaded that uh, commercial this morning. So yes, 
Take that, Chick-fil-A. Take that. They come in directly at you, Chick-fil-A. Which, by the way, if you're looking to tailgate this weekend and you're looking to uh, entertain a large crowd, perhaps a watch party at your home, I highly recommend 12th Avenue Chick-fil-A for all your tailgating needs. Nugget trays. They've got lemonades, teas. They can uh, deliver for you on game day. 405-310-3189. 12th Avenue Chick-fil-A here in You know what that would be good for? Like if I hosted an event around my signature custom pool with Pebble Tech Plaster, that would be a great thing to cater at my signature custom pool Yes, without a doubt. That would be fantastic. You know what? I'm going to give a controversial take here. Uh Uh-oh. Actually, it's just a a preference. It's not a take, but it's a controversial preference. I love bacon. That's not it. There's more to come. I love bacon, okay? Like every human being on the planet, I can't get enough bacon. The smell of it, the taste of it's great. But I don't like bacon on my hamburger. Really? Yes. Huh. Why is that? I don't know. I love I a good don't bacon cheeseburger. prefer bacon. It's not like it's gross or anything. I just never order it. I don't prefer bacon on my burger. I know my daughter loves a bacon burger. 16-year-old now daughter. But how about that take, huh? Like, I thought you liked everything. You if it was food, just stack it and I'll eat it. That's a fat joke, ladies and gentlemen. He's been doing it for 20 years. Everybody laugh hard at him, okay? Laugh hard. Uh, I can just picture Lebby in the press box last Saturday wanting to run the jet sweep. Jumper cables uh, connected. uh, (laughs) Not reading that. And every time he gets ready to choose to play, someone electrocutes him just like (laughs) White Goodman in Zoolander. Uh, Maybe. First, Steely reveals his orange and black heart, and now you say you don't like bacon on a cheeseburger? What is happening? I know. Uh, know. Sooner Lobo's with you. Says, I'm with you, Toby. Love bacon, just not on my burger. I think part of the deal is, like, I can never just bite through the bacon. Like, it always (laughs) comes out of the burger, and then it's hanging on my chin. You and and picking up skinny french fries or biting through a piece of bacon. It's not that difficult. When you bite into it, when you pull away, the bacon comes with you, and now it's you got a strip of bacon flopping around and everything. And, like, it's just too much. Anyway, you guys could squeeze in a Milton Berle reference sometime today. <laughs> Uncle Milty. Let me tell you about him, kids. <laughs> Uncle Milty and George, uh, what was George's last name? Uh, uh, the guy with the cigar. George uh, Burns. Boy, you've got remember a lot George of George Burns? I do remember George Burns, yes, with the cigar and the glasses mm-hmm. and... Oh, God, right? He was the old God movies. Yeah, 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 yeah. Bob Hope. Mm-hmm. Let's tell him some Bob Hope Bob stories. Hope. Yeah. Uh, you've got a lot of people behind you with this. On the bacon yeah, subject? Yeah, that's surprising to me. Well, go ahead, read a few. Make me feel better. Uh, Sooner fan listening in Argentina. Karnak was must-see TV in the 70s. And yes, bacon on a hamburger is not good. I 100% agree with Toby. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, I think I saw... Let's see here. Similar to Toby, I only like bacon if it's well done crispy, and most places don't provide it like that. Thank you. Uh, South Paul Sooner says, totally agree with Toby. No bacon on my burger. 
Thank you. Um, I feel vindicated. I've been yeah. living in shame for years about this. Toby, you're just a burger traditionalist. Is what uh, no, no, I mean that's not true at all. Because I, I'll put jalapenos on it. I'll put pimento. I'll put an egg on it. I, I, like I'll put a bunch of stuff on a burger. But bacon, I'm like, eh, rather not. Uh, Fitty from UConn says cannot agree more with T Row on this. So a lot of support and love here uh, for yeah. you. I hope the burger company. Uh, uh, Toby, are just eat your bur- uh, bacon cheeseburger with a fork and knife. Signed, Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> T-Row, are you telling me you've never eaten a burger with a fork and knife? Come on. Guys, anything with Don Rickles and Johnny Carson was brilliant. How did we get here? Don oh, because I said I was your Ed McMahon. Oh, my goodness. Don Rickles may have been the funniest man that ever lived. Uh, he was pretty funny. He was pretty funny. Tim Conway's up there. <laughs> Who else can we name? Tim Conway. Oh, let's talk about the Carol Burnett show when we come back. <laughs> Harvey Corman. Oh, uh, anything to avoid talking about OU losing again. All right, we'll take a break. Uh, we'll get serious, serious sports talk next. Back after this. The Ref Radio Sports Network is powered statewide by the insurance adjusters at Brown O'Haver. Fire, wind, theft, or tornado, we can help. Call 405-735-5510. All right, bracketology, I promised uh, TJ. Uh, one game into the season, Joe Lenardi and all his wisdom has decided he has landed on this for the field of 68. Now, uh, I feel like I always have to remind everyone this is not final. Please do not make any travel reservations. But, and um, I hate to hit you with bad news on the same week we're coming off a of bedlam loss, TJ. But as of now, despite how impressive the Sooners looked on Monday, they are not in the field. Well, that's disappointing. Mm-hmm. Your thoughts? Well, it's been nice knowing you, Porter. Um, I won't go through the whole field teach because <clears throat> it would be the most boring thing ever. But I will point out teams in the field that OU plays this year gives us a little feeling of uh, strength of schedule here. Okay. Okay. Um. TCU is in as a 7. Iowa State is a 10. Kansas State is a 9. Baylor a 5. North Carolina a 5. Arkansas a 4. USC a 4. Texas a 3. Houston a 2. Kansas a 1. Of course they are. The number 1. Of course they are. Now, USC is a maybe for OU. Um USC is in that Thanksgiving event in San Diego. There's four teams there, and they're on the other side of the bracket. OU plays Iowa. Seton Hall plays USC on Thanksgiving Day. Winners and losers meet the next day. So they may or may not play USC, but they're a maybe, so I put them down. So that means, Tej, uh, by my count, nine games potentially against teams that are a top-five seed right now in the tourney that seems like a lot north carolina kansas twice usc maybe texas twice houston baylor and arkansas yeah well with the conference games alone i mean you're going to have a lot of those and then you add the north carolinas of the world in there 
and possibly yeah, yeah, USC. North, so. North Carolina, Arkansas, and USC mm-hmm. also in addition to uh, the conference games. Now, there is still hope that they can turn this around and make the tournament, right? Yeah, I'll re- thank you for bringing that up. Okay. I'll repeat. I this is not final. I hope they, hope they can turn things around. That does not happen until Selection Sunday, which is in early March. But it's just kind of how it's going right now. Uh, I can give you, though, the sites. That's always fun, TJ, where the uh, tournament uh, first rounds will be because uh, if you want to start getting a jump on travel reservations, first round sites this year are Omaha, Omaha, Salt Lake City, which we will be flying into next week. Spokane, been there a couple times, love it. Memphis, Indianapolis, Charlotte, North Carolina will be there in December. Brooklyn and Pittsburgh. Oh, you played in Pittsburgh. Who did we play in Pittsburgh, TJ? They lost to San Diego State and Philadelphia. Pittsburgh. We played a first-round game in Pittsburgh. First round in Pittsburgh. Kurt, get out your corrections and let us know. Pittsburgh. I don't remember a game in Pittsburgh. I think it was Trey Young's year. Does that sound right to anybody? I feel like the year OU, let's see, Trey Young, they lost to Rhode Island. Remember that game? First yeah, round. Yeah, I do remember Everybody that game. Everybody was mad that they made it in. Mm-hmm. Great game. Went right to the wire. I feel I mean, like I'm sure you're right, that but game Pittsburgh was in just Pittsburgh. I know we played in Pittsburgh because we had a – is it a Pimantis? What What's the sandwich with the French fries on it? You should talk about messy. We we got those sandwiches uh, downtown. We, we played yeah, a I remember NCAA tournament that. game I remember the food. <laughs> That's how I judge everything, TJ. What did I eat while I was there? I'm pretty – I'm, I'm going to stick with the Trey Young year until somebody uh, proves me otherwise. Uh, but, yeah, there's your, those are your eight sides. So, Sooners still with work to do, Teach. Impressive opening statement, I think. Still with work to do. They're back out there Friday against Mississippi Valley State at 7 o'clock. TJ may or may not be there. If you need a little extra incentive on rolling out to the game on Friday night, TJ may or may not be there. And, uh, and then we've got OU West Virginia on Saturday. What is your midweek gut for this football game? It's okay. Not too well said by you. Someone's asking, was it not the Villanova game? No, we played Villanova no, in, in Philadelphia. The, yeah. Yeah, we, pl- we played him at uh, last year in Philly. That's where Villanova is. We played him at the Sixers Arena, and That's we right. sat in the hockey booth at the top of the arena because they didn't have uh, – Room for his courtside. <laughs> All of you guys, I don't know if they're joking or if they're being serious. Uh, like this one wants to know if Abilene Christian is in. Others want to know if, what the seating is for Michigan State. <laughs> All right. Yeah, I can tell you all that. Everybody's got – I don't know why you think they're joking about this uh, game one. Uh, Abilene Christian beat Oklahoma State. That's funny. And uh, Michigan State. This is serious stuff, TJ. This is NCAA tournament, okay? Michigan State is, uh, I mean, I'm sure they're in. Yeah, they're a three seed. Thanks for asking. Any other questions, TJ? I think that's all of them. No, Did anybody come up with the Pittsburgh game No, nobody's. The, uh, the Villanova is all that's been sent in. 
I'm looking it up right now. I can't take any. More on the West Virginia thoughts, if you could expound on that for a second. As far as how the gut's feeling early on? Yeah. Well, not as positive as it may have been, you know, a few weeks ago. That's for sure. OU has not um, played well over the last couple of weeks in two close games. I think getting home will be good for them. I think having the uh, night game will be good for them. I think the energy will still be good with the crowd. But there is a chance that if things don't go well early, they lose that crowd. So let's hope that's not the br- – uh, the uh, <laughs> uh, the brother's uh, location come in here. Um so I'm not as confident as I was. I was so uh, as the early or uh, midweek tease, the gut's not feeling a hundred percent confident this week. All right, doesn't, uneasy doesn't mean that I, it's not leaning OU. It's just not as comfortable as I don't it know had how you been. could be. Yeah, you can't be. Yeah, I don't know how you could be. Yeah, it was the Trey Young team, by the way. And Neil Brown with all his tricks. Who yeah. knows what he's going to pull with that? Well, how do chart. we don't even know who's playing right. for them? Exactly. Uh, Chris Joseph, thank you. Somebody in SEC country had to finally confirm it was the Rhode Island game. Uh, Zach says, my gut has been a bit foul the last couple of weeks. Last week it wasn't. I picked OU but picked them in a very close game that I said they would have to get a defensive stop at the end to win. Um, Instead, they needed a drive at the end to win. So OSU needed the stop. So I would say... Besides the result, I was pretty close on how I felt that game was going to go. Yeah, TJ predicted 34-31 OU. Yeah. And it was uh, 27-24. So, yeah, that, that's pretty close. Pretty close. Um, okay, so your gut's uneasy. Yes. Hmm. I was talking to Caridi yesterday. You know, Johnny Caridi? Yeah, Johnny Caridi. And... uh Loved him in karate. We were kid. going over, you know, what they're doing well, and he was talking. Ask, I was asking about his back. We were just generally talking. He has the same kind of dog that I had that just passed away recently. In fact, they look like identical twins. Lucky, my dog Lucky that passed away about a month ago. His dog Charles Barkley is <laughs> eleven years old. Uh, still makes me laugh that his dog. We were talking about our dogs, and mine died at age 10. Charles Barkley is now 11, and so he's worried about Charles, and, you know. Um, Anyway, we were talking about our football teams eventually, and I said, you might be catching us at a good time. We haven't been playing well. And he said, and this is interesting, he said, the one thing that you guys have, that the last few teams we haven't played didn't have, that scares us, is you have a great quarterback. And I thought, well, make sure we tell that to my radio listeners tomorrow morning that the opponent feels like Oklahoma has a great quarterback. So I thought that was interesting. They've got a pretty good one. Yeah, actually they do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, Great. I'm not sure if I want to classify as great, but really, really, really good. Three reallys? Three reallys. Do not equal great? Four equals great. you got to complete the box. So, How about he's having a really good season? Is that fair? Yeah. No, he is. He is. Okay. okay. Probably just angered some people. Well, we, we can't be bragging on anybody this week, Teach. He's just, he's just risking ticking people off. So, <sighs> We need to win a game. 
Break time, 747. Text the show, Knippelmeyer Chevrolet, text line 405-651-3439. Thunder back in action tonight. They get the Cavs. Second time they've seen the Cavs. Beat them in Cleveland game two of the season. Maybe no Lou Dort tonight. He's got a hip issue. OKC four and three. We'll be back. The word is spreading, and the ref army is growing. Keep telling your friends and family that there's only one station for true Sooner fans, and that's the Ref Radio Sports Network and worldwide on the KREF app. Peanut butter and jelly back with you. It is the T-Row in the morning show. This hour brought to you by Hightower Clinical. Clinical opportunities right here in Oklahoma. Several areas that they work in. Find out if they can help you. Hightowerclinical.com or call or text 405-831-5905. What are the people saying out there today, Chevrolet text line. Man, you have to engage Jackson Arnold these last few games. Now I'm tired of being right about my uh, predictions. I called the station over a year ago stating how I liked Tawi Walker. Show me some love, fellas. Signed, the Cheesehead. I don't know if he said that or not, but if you did, way to go. I can verify or remember him saying that, and I think you laughed at him at the time. What? Well, the fact that it's Cheesehead, no <laughs> doubt I laughed at whatever he had to say. Right. Uh, now, let's talk about Jackson Arnold. Yes. What's the game plan here? I do think you work him in more. I do think you give him What does that experience. mean? A, a series work him or two, in more. A series or two here or there in both halves. I think you do start using him. Third series, each half is the Jackson Arnold series. Something like that, yes. Okay, all right. And if those go really well, then maybe the next game you work him into a couple of series. So I think it is something where you do want to get him on the field more, uh, start working with him on some things and developing in some areas and, and go forward like that. I do, And I think, I think where they're at in their season now, I think Dylan would understand that even and be accepting of it. So... I don't think it's full-blown. Like, I, geez, I'll get on you a little bit here. You're full-blown. He wants Jackson Arnold, Dylan Gabriel out, wants Jackson going the whole game the rest of the way. And I don't see that happening. I mean, it's just not going to happen. Dylan Gabriel is too this. this year. I agree with you. I like your plan. I think uh, it's not that they don't have anything to play for. they got tons to play for, but not the national championship now. Right. And Jackson Arnold's going to be your guy next year. We all mm-hmm. agree on that, right? Right? Uh, we yes, all agree on we that, We would right? all be shocked if that's not the case, I think. Um, so getting him some experience here late, so he's going into next year uh, with a tad bit, makes sense. Makes sense to me. So I like your plan. A series, a half. That's the Jackson Arnold system of uh, the series. That could go a couple of ways. Like, it could be great. He could zip him right down the field, or he could fall on his face. So I think you got to be prepared to, if you're going to do that, you kind of got to be prepared to hand him the job if he looks good. You know what I mean? Like, if they look the same, you kind of got to be prepared to say, all right, you look the same as Dylan. You're doing as good as Dylan is. You're the future, so now it's your job full time. You can't put him out there and give him a chance to be good if you're not prepared to also make him the starting quarterback. Does that make sense? Yes. You fine with that? 
Yes. Yeah. And, and we've got a few people here and, and even too. on my personal phone that said, uh, why waste a year for a couple of snaps? Because I don't believe in the wasting of a year anymore. I, I just, the game has evolved in a way that I, guys just don't, that red shirt year is not a huge thing to me anymore. I mean, has he not already wasted his red shirt? Well, that would be see. the question, too. I don't know. I don't I'm know the answer right to that. So. Uh, they did not bring in Jackson Arnold to be here for five years. No. If he is here for five years, then he has not been what they hope he'll be. Correct. And Or they, he just loves college football and is making bank at, uh, over bank and NIL deals. But you're right. He won't be here. If, he, if he's the player they expect, he won't be here that long. Um, and they are recruiting quarterbacks behind him that they – yeah, I don't think you can. The the any experience he could get this year would be more valuable than the pie in the sky thought that you're going to have him five years from now. And if you do, like I said, that means he hasn't. Uh, he's played in four games already. He has appeared in four games already. Uh, according to the participation chart that OU puts out in their game notes. He, he appeared in uh, Arkansas State, SMU, Tulsa, and Iowa State. I don't remember the Iowa State appearance, but that's what it says. So, I'm not sure. Could be incorrect. That's what it says. All right, what else you got? Uh, Vinny Paul says, Drake's response is received with the highest of praise, and yet up and down this radio station, there's still conversation about playing Jackson Arnold moving forward. Slap in the face to those players. No, I don't think it is. And no, we can talk I don't more think about so either. That on like the other side. Said, I think Dylan Gabriel understands the situation at this point. Yeah. I agree. We can talk more about this on the other side. Give me one more text, Rafa. Uh, let's see here. WVU, number three in the country in time of possession. Offensive possessions will be mm -hmm. at a premium. We can't mm -hmm. waste any. All right. It's true. That's the goal every possession, by the way. Let's don't waste this one. But that's a good point that's made. Got to You might not get a ton. These guys running really well. They possess it really well. Could be a couple of fewer possessions than norm. We'll be back.